0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Financial Literacy for All podcast. I hope all of you are doing well and are ready to take another step towards slowly becoming more financially literate. So in episode one, we tackled every aspect of inflation, why it occurs, how to solve it, and how it currently impacts our world. So if you want to learn more about inflation, a really significant term in the economy right now, check out our last episode. But today, we are going to switch topics a bit and start talking about ways in which you can allocate or invest your own money. Today, we will talk about asset classes. So what is an asset class? What are the different asset classes? Which ones are risky and which ones are safer? Well, all of this is going to be addressed today. So make sure to stick until the end of the episode. So in today's episode, we're not only going to briefly cover different asset classes, but also address why you need to understand and invest in different asset classes. The assets we will discuss in this episode are stocks, bonds, and real estate. If this sounds daunting to you, please don't be discouraged. Even though this may seem like a lot, it will all make sense and be made simple just in a few minutes. Furthermore, for the sake of making this as less complex as possible, we will not dive deep into each specific asset class. Today, only the basic information for stocks, bonds, and real estate will be explained. However, future episodes will cover in-depth some of these asset classes. For example, the next episode will be fully dedicated to diving deep into explaining what a stock is, and how to start analyzing a company to decide whether or not to invest in it. Well, this is all safe for the next episode. So without further ado, let's start with the basics. What is an asset class? Well, an asset class can be defined as a grouping of investments with similar characteristics and financial subjects. Investments in the same asset class are subject to the same regulations and are usually traded in the same financial markets. Investment classes can be both tangible, so things you can touch, and intangible, so things you cannot touch. But in the end, they both serve the same purpose, generate additional income for you. So for example, a tangible asset class you can purchase is real estate, so a house you can feel, right? And an intangible asset could be stocks, which is ownership in a company, which is something you cannot feel. So we are going to explain both stocks and real estate in today's episode, right? So now that we have a brief understanding of what an asset class is, which is essentially a grouping of investments with similar regulations and characteristics, let's talk about one of the most common classes in which people invest in, equity, which is also known as stocks. A stock is a form of investment representing ownership of a fraction of a public company such as Apple, Facebook, Coca-Cola, or any other company listed in the stock market. So stocks are securities which are listed, bought, and sold in stock exchanges, which are marketplaces for the tiny fractions of ownership in a company. In the United States, the major stock exchange exchanges are the New York Stock Exchange, which includes companies such as Walmart, Pfizer, Bank of America, and others, and there's also the NASDAQ, which includes the big, uh, big tech companies such as Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and others. Essentially, if you purchase even one stock, you are officially one of the owners of a company. Therefore, you can currently be one of the owners of Apple by investing only $170, which uh, is about the price of an Apple stock in the time of this recording. However, why would you even want to invest in Apple, Microsoft, or any other company listed on the stock exchange? Well, stocks are a great way to potentially make profits, either through an increase in the price of the stock or through dividends. However, knowing which stocks will increase in price and when exactly that increase in price will happen is extremely tricky. Even if a company has incredible profits and a groundbreaking product, its stock might still lose value in the short term. Therefore, you must always do your own research to determine whether or not a company seems like a good investment for you. Doing this research involves several steps and there's never a guarantee that the stock you pick to buy will increase in price. This seems scary, right? Well, doing all the research, investing your money and then still risk losing it? Well, it is in fact risky. Investing your money into stocks could either result in profits or losses. Doing your research and focusing on making money in the long term, so essentially buying stocks and holding them for a long time, will be your friends when investing into equity. One great way to decrease the risk involved in stocks is to invest in an ETF of, for example, the S&P 500 or an ETF of the entire stock market, instead of buying individual individual company stocks. These terms may sound a bit confusing, but I will cover them in episode three of the podcast, which will dive deep into stocks. But for now, what you need to understand is that you have the option of paying, for example, $40 to have ownership in 500 of the largest US companies. This is honestly amazing. Purchasing one stock, which is known as an ETF, to gain ownership In 500 of the largest U.S. companies, it's an excellent opportunity to minimize your risk of losing money. So this is much less risky since the price of your $40 investment will depend on the price changes of 500 different companies. So if one company's stock drops, say, 10% in one day, you still have 499 other companies that will impact the price of the ETF you purchased. This makes ETFs much less risky than stocks. So this was a lot of information about stocks and equity, right? So let's briefly summarize it all. First, stocks are essentially ownership of a public company that you can purchase. The whole point of investing in stocks is to hope for a rise in the price. Since there's always a bit of risk involved, doing your research and focusing on the long-term are great strategies that can help mitigate risks when investing in the stock market. Lastly, an alternative for stocks is an ETF. An ETF basically allows you to own several stocks simultaneously, but you only buy one asset. So, for example, you can purchase one share of an ETF for as little as $215 and have ownership in all companies in the United States stock market. The last thing we're going to talk about stocks today is the fact that stocks are a high-risk investment. It is impossible to correctly time the market every single time you invest. There will always be market volatility, which means the price is going up and down uh, in the short term mainly. However, the S&P 500, which is an index that tracks the 500 most valuable companies in the United States, has averaged about 11% growth for investment over the years. For investors over the years. Therefore, even though stocks are very risky and might fall in prices in months or years, over decades, so over the long term, making money when investing in stocks has been almost a guarantee in the S&P 500 over the past 60 years with, as I said, an average of 11% yearly growth, which is honestly really good. As I said, this episode is not going to dive deep into each asset class. So we will stop talking about stocks right now and move into bonds. If you want to learn even more about stocks, please stay tuned for episode three of the podcast, which is coming soon. And we'll cover a lot more about stocks, which is an extremely interesting and potentially profitable asset class. All right. So now that we have covered the most common type of asset class, let's talk about bonds bonds are a bit more complex than stocks but they can be made simple a bond represents the debt of the issuers such as governments or companies so essentially when you purchase a bond you are buying a government's or a business's debt you can also view a bond as a loan you give to a government or a business okay so a bond is the issuer's debt but why should you even buy a bond well When you purchase a bond, or for example, the U.S. government's debt, you will receive a regular interest rate in return for purchasing the bond. The interest rate you will receive depends upon two things. How long it takes for the bond to mature, or in other words, how long it will take for the issuer to pay you back the initial amount you invested, plus the periodic interest rates. And the second thing that impacts the interest rate is how risky the bond is. So there are several different types of bonds that mature, so expire basically, in several different years. So for example, there are bonds that mature in one, five, 10, or even 30 years. The longer the bonds maturity, the higher the interest rate that will be paid. This can be explained by the fact that it is really tough to know what will happen in 30 years and what will be the state of the economy. Therefore, it's much riskier to invest your money in something that will take 30 years for you to get the money back compared to five years, for example. So, the first thing that impacts the interest rate is how long it will take for the bond to mature. The risk involved in the issuer is the other factor that impacts the interest rate. So, a bond can be purchased, uh, a bond can be issued by a government or a business, right? So, Obviously, a bond issued by the government is much safer than a bond issued by a business, since uh, the United States government will not simply lose its ability to pay you back. It might happen, but the chances are really, really, really small. Therefore, the interest rate you will get for investing in a government-issued bond will be lower than the interest rate you get by a bond issued by a business. So, let's quickly summarize what a bond is. A bond is a debt issued by government or business. When you buy a bond, you are essentially lending your money to the issuer. In return, you will receive periodic interest payments and the entire investment you made whenever the bond expires. The interest rate you receive depends upon how long the bond takes to mature and how risky the issuer is. Now, the last thing we will discuss is that bonds are a very low risk investment. A bond is essentially you lending money to the government, which is highly unlikely that you will lose money. So even though you might lose uh, money to inflation, losing your initial investment when buying, for example, a U.S. government treasury bond, will rarely occur. If you want to learn more about bonds, please check out one of the podcast's future episodes, which will go in-depth about how bonds work and much more. Now, let's briefly introduce the third and last asset class in today's episode, real estate. Investing in real estate is a bit more complicated since it involves a significant amount of cash in the beginning and uh, demands a lot of time to manage your real estate and improve it. When it comes to buying stocks and bonds, you can simply do research, buy them, and wait for the price to go up or down, maybe, Right? But in real estate, you must actively manage and take care of your investment. Now let's understand the types of real estate you can purchase. The first property type is residential. Residential properties include condos, multifamily, single family, townhouses, and vacation homes. When you purchase a residential property, there are three potential ways you can make money. You can buy a house and rent it out for passive income. You can buy a house to improve it and sell it, or you can simply buy a house and wait for the real estate market to increase in price. The second type of commercial of real estate is commercial, such as hotels, offices, retail spaces, and self-storages. Finally, the third type of real estate you can purchase is land, which can be used to build houses, businesses, buildings in general, or even develop agriculture. An essential thing to understand about investing in real estate is the fact that it has really low liquidity. Selling a house from one day to another is extremely hard. Even though current market conditions make it relatively easy to sell a house due to the high demand, selling stocks and bonds can be done in minutes. However, selling a home could take a week, a month, or even years depending on the house price. Additionally, there is low to medium volatility in real estate. House prices tend to increase over time. However, there could always be housing market crashes or overall economic recessions that drive home prices down. Since real estate involves a lot of complex topics and processes, this is all we will cover today. This episode talked about one relatively risky investment, which are stocks, one medium to low risk investment, which is real estate, and one very low risk investment, which are bonds. Like everything in life, the lower the risk, the lower the return. Understanding different asset classes and the options you have to invest your money is a massive step towards financial literacy. Something really important when investing is having diversity in your portfolio. Therefore, understanding different classes and having knowledge of these different asset classes will allow you to better diversify your portfolio when investing. So it is always good to have stocks, but also important to have bonds, maybe real estate, or even other asset classes that we did not talk about in this episode, such as commodities, which are like gold, uh, wheat, and things like that. There are also futures and cryptocurrencies, which are very risky right now. So in the next episode, we will go more in depth about stocks, such as understanding their pricing and ways you could potentially research companies to decide whether or not you want to purchase their stock. If you have listened until now, thank you so much. And I genuinely hope you have learned a bit more about how uh, stocks work, how real estate works and how bonds work and why they are so important for you. Let's keep working together towards a more financially literate world. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you soon on the next episode.